Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, the ECHL schedule comes out, well, partially, and we're going to go off the board and talk about one LA team that's still playing some playoff sports, I guess. All of this on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, folks, it is Friday. Thank God it's Friday. My voice is once again not 100% because of the wildfires going on. If you guys lived anywhere in Southern California on Thursday, you noticed that the skies were orange, the sun was red. Yeah, it's 100 plus degrees again. It's fire season again, but we're going to press on anyway with another short show. Welcome everyone to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me at StimpyJD. So a little bit of a note here. As you may or may not have been aware, Twitter was down most of Thursday. In fact, Twitter was down for not only myself, but a lot of other locked on hosts on Thursday. And just reading from the chat from some of the other hosts, um, they were complaining about it as well, saying that, you know, how long has it been down? Has it been down all day? Yeah, for me, it was down most of the day. Never mind the fact that we have ongoing construction here and we have this 100 plus heat. I mean, the power didn't go out because of a flex alert. They're just working on stuff over here. So there's been ongoing construction for the better part of two weeks. But yeah, I mean, everyone's Twitter was acting wonky today. So we didn't really get a chance to have any questions come in since tweets were not going out. So instead of a Q&A for today, I will hopefully have a mailbag at some point later this month. I think only next week, more than likely. So we'll try that again next Friday. In the meantime, there is some news as regarding the Ducks. And that is that the Tulsa Oilers, the Ducks ECHL affiliate, announced their schedule? Wait, really? Are we having hockey during a pandemic? In the United States. Okay. Hmm. This one was weird to me at first when I saw this bit of news yesterday. But you know what? The game must go on. And here's what's going on. The Oilers announced a Phase 1 schedule. What exactly does Phase 1 mean? Well, that means that it's going to be a split season with some teams playing 72 games and some playing 62 games if things go right. This is very reminiscent of what is going on in the AHL currently, where the Pacific Division plays a few more games less than the rest of the AHL. Now the ECHL is doing the same thing, except it's because of COVID. And once again, 13 teams are playing those first 10 or 11 games, starting on December 11th. And the reason for those 13 teams is because they can all have fans in their stands. As far as the Oilers, here is their schedule for Phase 1. And keep in mind that they will be playing their home games at the Box Center. Starting on Friday, December 11th, they're playing versus the Wichita Thunder. Then they play Allen on December 12th. Then they go on the road for six games in a row. They have two games at Utah, two games at Allen just after Christmas... Then they have a New Year's Eve game at Kansas City, and then Saturday, January 2nd, at Kansas City once again. Then they're home for three more games, all three games against the Utah Grizzlies, the 8th 
9th, and 10th of January. If things go right, and there is a big caveat here. If things go well for those first few games, and if all the teams are able to, except for Atlanta and most likely a couple of other teams, then we will have the rest of the teams play 62 games. If most of those other teams cannot play, then it'll simply be those 13 teams playing out the season. But of course, a lot of things have to go right. Players cannot test positive. This is not going to be a bubble situation as far as we know. As far as the Tulsa Oilers, and I have to mention this, they are playing at the BOK or the Box Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Why is this important? The capacity of the Box Center is 17096 for hockey. And if you just take account the lower bowl, that's about 9000 8000 There's a lot of seats available in that arena. The average attendance for the Tulsa Oilers last season was 4998 So they average about 5,000 fans. In fact, it is extremely rare to get a sellout at that arena. So they haven't listed any restrictions as far as fans go. Although one rumor I'm hearing is that they're going to have 50% capacity at that arena and try to impose some sense of social distancing whenever possible. And that's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma doesn't have as big restrictions as far as sporting events go as maybe Utah, Arizona, California's not allowing any fans, even less restrictions in Texas. And they're playing playoff baseball games. And I'll talk about that momentarily. This is how this all ties together, is the percentage of attendance. Right now, Tulsa is looking at possibly a 50% attendance, but that's going to be right around their average from last season anyway. So having 50 or even 40% attendance at that arena is not a major deal, and they can definitely do that. And I do want to talk more about the ECHL as a whole on another podcast. But suffice to say that Tulsa is doing everything they can to ensure the safety of the players, the safety of the fans, which is very important. Yes, we do realize that there is still a pandemic going on. Let's just face the facts. It's still happening. It's going to continue happening for the foreseeable future at least until the end of this calendar year. So while this phase one is starting, we're still going to have COVID-19 around going into 2021. So the ECHL really has to see how this phase one goes and hope everything goes perfectly. And me being a hockey fan, I of course hope for everything being perfect, but I'm also have to be realistic here. Because there isn't a bubble scenario, you've got to think that there's going to be some positive cases that are going to pop up at some time. So the league just has to be very careful with how they go about things. And we do know that it's those 13 teams, they're all in the same region that are allowing fans at sporting events. But I have to just say it, look what's happened with college football. There have been a total of 50 plus college football games that have been postponed because of COVID-19. I know Oklahoma has had at least one postponement, maybe more. And I can't think of other teams off the top of my head because I don't follow college football as much. Um, If you want to 
find out more news about that, check out the other Locked On shows as far as college football goes. I'm sure you'd get much more information on that. But let's just hope that things work out for the best from a hockey standpoint. And let's see some of our baby ducks do well for the Tulsa Oilers. This is competitive hockey, so this is going to be very important for those prospects and those very young guys to get some good experience. I've said this before, I'll say it again, but let's cheer on the Tulsa Oilers because, hey, at least there's some hockey going on. We're going to head into the first intermission. Well, the only intermission today because it's a short show. But let's talk about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. They are back and better than ever with a newly designed packaging, better consistency, a fluffier candy bar, rather a fluffier protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's made with 100% dark chocolate. And for those of you that have allergies, they are made in a nut-free facility. So they have great flavors, such as Cherry Barcia. They have orange. They have cookies and cream. That one is my favorite by far. If you want to try Built Bar for yourself, go to BuiltBar.com and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. Once again, that's BuiltBar.com. Promo code locked on gets you 20% off your next order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land that tastes like a candy bar. After the intermission, we're going to go really off the board and believe it or not, we're going to talk a little baseball. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so we don't have much else to talk about today, and again, only a two-segment show today. So last night during the Dodger game, it was pretty sad to just watch the Dodgers crash and burn the way they did and the way they've done for the past few seasons. I know a lot of Ducks fans are also Dodgers fans, and you've got to be feeling a little bit sick today knowing that the Dodgers probably had one of their best chances to win and completely blew it in the end. The bullpen imploded once again. Clayton Kershaw, on the sixth inning, again, struggled to get through the sixth inning, and this is a pattern that has gone on for years and years and years. But think about some of the other great pitchers that have also struggled from the sixth inning and beyond. Roger Clemens, he had a 5.4 ERA after the sixth inning. Pedro Martinez, a World Series champion. He had an ERA of about 6.3 after the sixth inning. And then Clayton Kershaw, his is the worst after the sixth inning. He has an ERA of about 7.5. That's not going to cut it. Dave Roberts did leave him in a little bit longer than he should have, which resulted in Kershaw getting more earned runs than he frankly deserved. Right now, the Dodgers are down 3-1 in their best of seven series. It's very rare for a team to come back from 3-1. to one. So to my fellow Dodger fans, I feel your pain. I, I know what it's like. The last time they won was 1988. You wouldn't think that's a long time ago until you realize that a lot of people were not even born the last time the Dodgers won the World Series. That was 32 years ago. Think about that. 32 years. That is considered a drought, whether you like to hear it or not, where most people listening haven't seen the Dodgers championship the last time they won it was Kurt Gibson's iconic home run that was it so now we wait and see if the Dodgers can come back from this 3-1 deficit 
I'm going to be real here. It's oh, it's a tough mountain to climb. But you have to keep the faith at least a little bit, right? Uh, let's see. It's going to be Dustin May pitching Game 5. Walker Bueller pitching Game 6, if there is a Game 6. And then Game 7 to be determined if we get that far. The Braves supposedly are going to be doing a bullpen game for Game 5. But at this point, they're playing with house money. Because they have their best two pitchers for Game 6 and 7 if we get that far. I know Max Fried is dying to pitch again. And if he gets that chance, he'll have to pitch Game 6. Otherwise, he'll pitch Game 1 of the World Series against either the Tampa Bay Rays or the Houston Astros, who are somehow still in it. I don't know how Houston is still allowed to be in this, even though they cheated the Dodgers out of the 2017 World Series. That's still infuriating to a lot of Dodger fans, that Houston won it. Yeah, I don't know what more I can say about that. Houston, they, they cheated. They out-and-out out cheated. And it's bad for baseball to see them continue in the path that they are right now. Yeah, a lot of fans hate it. A lot of fans around here hate it. And most Dodger fans will pretty much echo my sentiments right now by saying they hope Tampa Bay beats them over the weekend. And of course, hoping the Dodgers somehow come back from 3-1. to one. But, you know, Dodger history in the past seven years, they've won all these division titles, rather eight in a row. And they've somehow come up short in each of those years. 14, they came up short late in the round. 2015, they fell short. 2016, NLCS against the Cubs. 2017, against the Astros in the World Series. 2018, World Series against the Red Sox. Last year, they came up short in the Division Series. Oy. How does that feel? Losing to the eventual champion, Washington Nationals, in the Division Series. That one hurt a lot, too. So, Dodger fans that are below 30, that's all they know. They just know this pain of getting so close and yet getting so far from that elusive title. So that's pretty much all I'm going to say about the Dodgers. And I'm going to leave this as a short show. We are going to be back tomorrow. We're going to have another Saturday episode on Locked on Ducks. So stay tuned for that. Thanks once again for listening. Be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And what else? Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at StimpyJD. Hopefully Twitter's working properly now so we can actually get back to our regular tweeting. Or as one of my co-hosts says, if Twitter stops acting wonky throughout the day, then maybe we'll actually get some more tweets out there. So thanks once again for listening. Have a great weekend. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez reminding you to stay safe. Practice social distancing. Please be kind to one another. And ducks fly together.